how do you think through who and what role you need to hire for next? Hey there, I'm Eric Olson. And I'm Kevin Daisy. Join us on our journey to building a $100 million company. Hey there, it's Eric J. Olson. As I said before on this podcast, I am a big Twitter geek. I'm on there all the time. And I like to interact with a lot of the people that I follow and who follow me. And I will post questions there often about business and growing your business and digital marketing. And I recently asked for some questions on that topic. And one of my buddies, Tats, who I'm going to go ahead and attempt to say his full name. And if I mess it up, Tats, I apologize. But I've only called you Tats because I'm afraid to, uh, to actually say your name. But I want to do it now. Let's see what happens. Tatsuya Nakagawa. I'm, I'm probably totally wrong. I hope not, Tats. If I am, I apologize. But hey, Tats asked me this question. How do you think through who and what role to hire next? And I actually answered him on Twitter. And then I realized, oh, yeah, he was actually asking this question for the podcast. So I wanted to answer it here on this podcast. And what I answered on Twitter was, you know, for us, there's there's a progression of questions that we ask before we figure out that we want to hire someone and then who we want to hire and, and what role in particular this person is going to fulfill. There was a time where we would really just hire anyone who kind of came along with us or came along to us and has some sort of skill set that we could leverage in one way or another, but we didn't really even have a plan to hire that person until they just magically showed up on our doorstep, which it seems to be pretty common. Uh, you hire the people that come to you and then you figure out how to utilize them best. But since then, as we've matured a little bit, we've actually become proactive about it and we will define the roles that we need. And then we try to find the people that can fulfill those requirements. Imagine that, right? But we do have like, at least in my opinion, it may not even be formalized in the company, but we have an order of priority in how we figure out who and, and what role we need to fill. And the very first thing that I look for when we decide that we're going to hire someone is that we need to fill the skills gap in our company. And what I mean by that is if we are lacking, as an example, let's say a specialist. So we provide four services, websites, online advertising, SEO, and social media. And let's just say, and this has happened in the past, where we didn't have a person dedicated to one of those four specializations. Well, guess what? We had a gap. We had two or three people that were doing, let me just make this up as an example, SEO. And they were all doing it part-time. And they were kind of, you know, doing the best they could, but we didn't have a specialist who was dedicated to that. That was an opportunity for us to hire someone when the time was right, when our revenue could uh, mean that we could afford it. We needed to fill in that skills gap. So that's thing number one. Thing number two was, once we had all of our skills covered, we needed to make sure that no one was getting overloaded. So again, going back to the SEO example, right now we have one specialist who focuses in on SEO. We still have other people that look at it, but one guy who's responsible for SEO across all of our clients. And it's getting to the point where he could use some help, where maybe there's more clients that need to be serviced than he can actually do. Now, we're not there yet, but we know that that point is coming and it's probably coming very soon. That is an ideal time to find someone else to help him, to spread that load a little bit more evenly. 
Also in doing that, we accomplished the third priority for me, which is redundancy. The hit by the bus mentality, or maybe said as a nicer way, if your specialist or your person wins the lottery and they bolt, they're gone. They don't get hit by a bus. They just win the lottery and they're like, I'm not working anymore. What do you do? Right? So you need redundancy in your organization. So you need to avoid that hit by the bus scenario that they won the lottery scenario by having multiple people and reducing the single points of failure in your organization. Right now, when it comes to web development, we definitely have this covered. We have three web designers for all of our websites. And that seems to be a pretty good number right now. We have lots of redundancy. We have less redundancy in some other areas and we know that we need to eventually hire even if we don't have the demand to necessitate two or three people in that particular area, we know that we need the redundancy so that if someone does win the lottery and they bolt, we've got a backup. Actually, not even better than a backup. We actually have someone that's doing it, right? So we already have a backup, which is that other people can jump in and do it and we'll take care of it, but we wouldn't have anyone dedicated already in that position. So to Reiterate kind of my priorities for who we decide to hire next. One, it's filling in the skills gap. Two, spreading the load so that no one gets overloaded. And then three, building in redundancy to avoid the hit by the bus scenario. Join us every Friday at noon for our lunchtime live. Go to thisisarray.live to sign up for notifications.